Hi, I'm Christian. And I'm Angela. And we are married. And bored. All right. Day two of the holiday special. Christmas is coming. It's coming. Jingle bells. Can't stop it. Batman smells. Santa Claus is coming to town. (laughs) I hope you joined us for episode one, Mm -hmm. where we talked about chicken. Chicken. And then uh, today, we are switching gears entirely. We started out with chicken. It's very simple. Yep. Uh, very easy to play. Yep. Not that this game, we're, these games we're talking about today. Yes, I said these games aren't simple. It's just on the other end of the spectrum. It is a more traditional board gaming experience. Yes. So we want to make sure we provide gift ideas for all sorts of people in your life. And, you know, take it or leave it. If you don't have someone in your life that would enjoy this, that's fine. That's okay. Find one, though. Ask for that for Christmas. Ask for a friend that would like this game for Christmas. All right. We're going to be talking about two games because they're kind of like wrapped up together in their own little package. Yeah. We're going to talk about the Search 4 games. So the first one was released in 2020. It was the Search for Planet X. And then in 2023, this year, right? Yeah, it was this year. Um, the search for lost species. That's right. So, so what makes these games so good, Ange? Why don't you jump in? All right. So let me just explain what they are. I think I can just explain what one of them is, and then just just know that it's kind of the same. It's the same thing and the same mechanic. You're just adapting it. One's in space with planets, and mm-hmm. one's in terrain with perfect species on Earth. Yes. Okay, so I'll do the Planet X since that's the one I've played the most. Um, Players are going to take on the role of astronomers who are going to use... Galileo! Ooh, some queen reference. (laughs) Um, Some logical deductions to try to find where Planet X is. So the game comes with built-in like logical rules. Yes. But then as you go through the game, you decide what you want to do on your turn and that will give you more information that the other players either might not have right at that moment or might not ever have depending on what they do and you're going to write it in your little observation paper Mm -hmm. and you're going to try to find out where planet x is um in the lost species you're going to do the same thing you're just going to try to find out where the lost species is yeah um and I like that. So everything, there is a board and there is a player um, notepad, I guess, that Mm -hmm. you would call it. But then there's also uh, the app that comes with it. Yeah. So both of these games do run on an app. And I know that's kind of, some people love it. Some people don't. Um, But in order to make it um, a little bit secretive and there's so much logic that could go on. Right. uh, (laughs) That the app does help a lot. Right. So, and I think it's a little bit different than other app-driven games that we've talked about, at least, Mm -hmm. like Mansions of Madness, Lord of the Rings, Journeys Through Middle-Earth. I think that this one is, it's basically just holding all the puzzle pieces for you. It's holding all the secrets. So instead of having this ginormous book where it's like, flip to 55 point... And read entry seven. Yeah. This is just so much easier. Yeah, and it gets it gets a clue to you and only you. Correct. Because you, everyone who's playing can have the app on their phone and sync up to the same game. 
and know that like what clue I'm getting, the app is feeding me based on what I wanted to search for. Angela is not seeing that. Yes. So I have different information than she does. And that's that's what the app helps facilitate. Right. And uh, I guess I should have started with this can be played one through four. So I really yeah. like that this is solo. The majority of the times I have played this game have been solo because Ooh. it is deduction. So it's kind of like, you know, if you do crosswords or if you like Sudoku, but you like want a step up. This is a logic puzzle. I used to give my students logic puzzles when I taught high school math. Mm-hmm. And this just reminds me of it so much in, in board game form. So I would say um, the, you're probably going to need teenagers um, or yeah, like 13 plus in yeah. order to play this. This is probably not like for the young kids. I would say even teenagers might struggle with um, understanding are getting used to the logic puzzle piece of it. Yeah, and when we say logic, it's, it's for example, let's give them an example. Okay. So, like, for the planet one, planet X is, you know, in history, that it was Pluto. We're trying to figure out where it was mm-hmm. or what it was. I don't even know if it's a planet anymore. Whatever. It's a dwarf planet. <laughs> it's still number nine in my heart. Um, <laughs> and so they'll say planet X is not next to an asteroid. And then so, you, like, when you find asteroids, you know that, well, Planet X isn't next to one of these. Right. And then it might say, what are some of the other things that show up there? Meteor. Dwarf planets. Yeah. Meteors. Um, yeah. Black holes. There are, our Planet X is within four spaces of this yeah. meteor shower or whatever, stuff like that. So yep. that's the kind of logic that we're looking for. And same with the lost species. The cool thing about Lost Species is that there are multiple things, different things to search for. So on Planet X, you're only looking for the planet, and the planet always has the same rules. Right. Uh, it's just it just is depending on what the game is. It's in a different. The map is like a pizza, and so it depends yeah, on what pizza sector. slice is in. Pizza slice of space. Mm-hmm. And then in the Lost Planet, there's different animals which have different rules. So if you're looking yep. for the lizard, the lizard might not be next to a snake. And the bird is next to three snake. Like, yeah, I think you get what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So the that's what the app does so beautifully is it adjusts that every single time. So I mean, have I done the math behind it? No, but every I I believe every experience is unique because the yeah. app generates where the species is or where the planet is. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say it's too complex to teach. I would just say you would need someone that is old enough, A, and B, is interested in logic puzzles. Yeah, or not drunk. Yeah. Drunk on the nog. Drunk on the nog at Christmas. You cannot be drunk with this one. (laughs) You will, well, you you might fail miserably. Yep. It's also... I do that sober in this game. (laughs) Congratulations. It's also much longer than chicken (laughs) that we talked about. It is probably like... An hour or so? Yeah, I'd say hour, hour one, hour 20. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it depends on how many people you have and, you know, how quickly that process goes. I definitely play in less than an hour when it's solo, but Ooh. then that is different because I'm not waiting on anyone. Yeah. Um, and in the four player, two player, and three player, you're obviously you're racing each other to figure out where the lost species is or where the planet X is before everyone else. 
Um, but in the solo, you're racing a bot. Mm. So you're trying to not only solve the puzzle, but to solve it quicker than the bot does. Okay. And how did you, how much success did you have doing that? Um, I can tell when I haven't played it in a while because I'll just lose repeatedly yeah. for, until I get used to it again. And but what I like about this game is it both both of these games offer a standard mode and then a challenging mode. Yeah. Um, so you can flip the board. Uh, in the planet one, it just has it jumps the number of sectors. So mm-hmm. I think it's twelve to sixteen or something like that. Um, the species one, same thing. It's going to jump the number of, I think they're hexagonal tiles. Yeah, it's like they're different islands that you um, navigate around or through. Right. Yeah. And then you can also adjust the difficulty for how many clues you're given at the start of the game. Yeah, in the app, you can, I could play at a little bit easier difficulty and I'll... <coughs> Whoa, excuse you. <laughs> he was so excited. <laughs> Yeah, so I uh, I could just say that I want to know a little bit more starting information to make it a little easier for me than Angela, who might want one bit of starting information. We haven't really played that way, but like right. if you're introducing new people, like why not just give them a little bit more information so that they know just that much more to get a head start and maybe keep up. Yeah, and for Solo, uh, I don't know if it's still worded this way, but at least with the search for Planet X... You could um, you record your data so that they can make the game better. So it actually sends it to the company. No, and they because um, they're always looking to make the bot, yeah. you know, more either better, you know, like better in the sense that maybe it needs to be easier, mm-hmm. or maybe it needs to just adjust its difficulty in some way. Yeah. So you record your. You can just send it off through the app. Oh, cool. That's nice. Yeah. So why why would we want to give this gift um, this year? Okay. Well, what do we love about it? I think we... Well, I love that you can play it at solo. Mm-hmm. I love that it's deduction. Yeah, it's a unique game experience. I don't think we have anything like it other than these two games. They are right. very similar. Um, I would say uh, you probably don't need both. We have both. We have both. But even having both, I'm like, well, I don't know if we really need one or the other. Right. I don't think I have a favorite. They both have their own fun little things. It's fun. It's neat that they are both based in um, a little bit of like real world uh, history. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Especially the species one. If you read on BGG, it kind of explains the idea behind that. Yeah. It's like conservation, trying to find Mm -hmm. close to extinct species and stuff like that. Well, and I think that, I don't know that you love this game so much, but you're also not like a sit down and do a crossword or a Sudoku or a, you know, a logic puzzle online or whatever, or chess. I like the idea of them. Like when I start playing these games, Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh yes, I got it. Like, this is so cool. Like, oh, there's a snake next to the coat, you know? And then I'm like, but then I mess up and it's like, oh, well now I'm just screwed. Right. Because I thought... That based on the rules that it could be here. But then I realize, you know, 20 minutes later, it's like, wait, no. And, right. then, out, and then I'm like, okay, well, done. <laughs> it's like an elevated clue, almost, you know, where you're bit. like, where you're like, okay, well, I'm down to this many weapons left. So if it, 
it could be this or this, you know, Mm -hmm. so you're kind of keeping track of things on your sheet um, and recording things like that. I think that um, I don't love that it's not like family and kid friendly, but honestly, there's going to be moments probably in your life and in the holidays where either just you need to unwind (laughs) or or maybe you need to have a little bit of time kid free, uh, whether that's time away from nephews, nieces, cousins, whatever, children of your own. Um, And that this provides like a mellow experience while at the same time, like working out your brain. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of cool to, you know, when you're full of high energy activity around the holidays to kind of chill out with Mm -hmm. this kind of activity. Yeah. Um, I think we talked about, well, do you have anything about who is it for or? No, I think, I mean, if you, if you know anybody who likes those kind of logic-y things, mm-hmm. like you mentioned, the crosswords, the wordles, all that stuff. Um, yep. and they are just kind of into board games and they don't have this, this would be right up their alley. Yeah, Absolutely. How, where can people get it and how much does it cost? So, um, the search for Planet X has been uh, out for a couple years, like we mentioned. Um, you if you, you should be able to find it at your local game store. You know, it's always just hit and miss. It's not like a super, super popular game. I saw it at ours. Yeah. It might not be readily. What I'm trying to say is it might not be readily available at yours. I'm sure but, they could order. But they're out there. Yes. Um, so both. And then Lost Species is newer. We've seen it at our game store as well. Yep. But they are both uh, published by uh, Renegade Games. And you can get them on their website today even. Uh, Lost Species is 45 And I believe uh, Search for Planet X is about the same as well. Yeah, 45 and they also have an upgraded version of components for Planet X. Um, and I do not believe they have the same for Lost Species yet. But maybe someday for all, all those people who love the upgrades. They are both on Amazon as well. Okay. But I've never seen these games on the Walmart or Target shelf. No, they're not. They're not that yet. Right. Maybe someday. I mean, maybe Barnes & Noble. Oh, yeah. our, our local Barnes & Noble has... I mean, I'm assuming it's the same across the United States. Yeah, I, that has inventory might be different. Heavily gotten into games. Yeah, so um, it's definitely likely to be there, but I would say it's not never going to be at Target or Walmart. No. Yeah. So if this sounds like a game for you or someone you know, keep it in mind. We like it a lot. Yeah, and it right. fits a little niche part of our like. Gaming pie. <laughs> Menagerie. Di- dir- diversity in yeah. our gaming. Yeah, I was going to just ask, like, do you have one that you prefer? But I don't think we can really answer that yet because the amount of times we've played Planet X versus Lost Species is so far weighted towards Planet X that yeah, we don't, it's just we haven't really, yeah, we haven't really unlocked maybe some of the fun mechanics that the Lost Species has. Right. So um, they're both very, very similar. I wouldn't worry about getting one or the other. They are both equally difficult or equally easy, depending on how big your brain is. Yes. There you go. All right. Do you have a Christmas question for me to yes. end? So this yesterday we asked you asked me mm-hmm. what my favorite 
treat was. Yeah. Is that what it was? Christmas treat. Yeah. Yep. And so I said cookies and you said cookies as well. <laughs> we said different types of cookies. <laughs> but um, I don't have like a direct question, but I do have, I want you to explain something to our audience. Uh-oh. Um, I have a feeling you're dragging up something. No, it's not. It's just a unique thing for your family that I uh, obviously found out when we were dating. Oh, I know um, what this so, is. So Christmas time, I spent you know, a couple Christmases with you and your family. Um, I grew up in Arizona. You lived in Minnesota. And so I flew mm-hmm. up to Minnesota a couple times. And on Christmas Eve, you guys have a really unique tradition of what? We go to Red Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> like out to eat on Christmas Eve when I found that out, was, like, blowing my mind. Right. I mean, I know people do it. Mm-hmm. It's, and it was just kind of, because there are other people at the restaurant when we're there. Lots uh, of people. <laughs> it's just very uh, different for, for me, mm-hmm. not for you, obviously. So tell tell everybody, like, why that is, why Red Lobster, What what's up? Um, well, if people aren't familiar with Red Lobster, it's just, like, a chain seafood restaurant. And... I think so my brother my half brothers are 14 and 15 years older than me and it started when they were young and my mom wanted to get them out of the house because they would want to just open the presents. They were just present crazy. We have a tradition and so do you actually of opening presents on Christmas Eve. Yeah, I think that's a Scandinavian thing. <laughs> and then Santa comes Christmas morning. Night, Christmas night, yeah. Uh, yeah night morning whatever so the the boys my brothers would want to open the gifts and like is it time yet is it time yet and mm-hmm. and so it was like let's get them out of the house so they went to a restaurant i don't know why red lobster specifically that was going to be my next question it might be one of the um, few that are open yeah that could be especially since this is you know 30 plus years ago yeah um so i it could have been that um, but I, I just always grew up. I mean, I can't think of a Christmas Eve where I didn't go to Red Lobster until I was married to you. <laughs> until we went, till we moved here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even when we go back with our kids now at Christmas, we'll go to Red Lobster. Yeah. Yeah. And some of the same. So did it start with just like your family that you know of and then it, it like expanded to like your aunt and uncle and cousins or was it always everybody right. or like, so did like, it slowly grow? So my mom's side of the family lived about a three-hour drive from where we live, mm-hmm. but my dad's side lived, you know, 20 minutes away. So they would, he, his sister, my aunt, and her children and their kids when they were old enough would come and meet us there. Okay. And so it just became like, you know, this big thing where, and it didn't feel like you wanted to like dine and dash. You yeah. like, you just wanted to like hang out and... And then I think as I got older, I realized like my dad would give a good tip, you know, like. Yeah, he realized that people are working in. Right. Yeah. But, you know, I don't notice that when I was a kid. No. But as a teenager and then into college, when I would come back, I would notice that stuff. Yep. So, yeah. And I actually think one year, I don't remember, I think we had kids, but we were in Arizona and we did it here. We did it maybe not on Christmas Eve, but like one or two days before, I yeah. think. Mm-hmm. I think we should go sometime in December just to celebrate we that gotta. tradition. So we would love to hear if you have any <laughs> fun, I don't know, weird, quirky. Maybe you didn't realize they were quirky Until yeah, you joined another family. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> some people have the same meal every Christmas. In, in, in Arizona, it's 
like Mexican food is very popular to have on Christmas. Yeah. So it's like that's not something people do everywhere, obviously. Right. What do you guys do? Um, at Christmas that's unique to your guys' family. We love to know. we love to hear from you, and uh, we hope uh, Lost for Lost Search for Planet X and Search for Lost Species gave you some ideas. Maybe it, somebody that you know might love those games. Yes, and we can't wait to see you tomorrow for another holiday special. Game gift game what Whoa. A game gifting guy? I don't know what you're doing. I'm saying <laughs> let me let me back up.